Hey, Kathy. Hey, Stacy. Are we GHing? Oh, yes, please. Oh, thank goodness. Mm. Um, today's episodes that we're going to go over are 126 to 130. We're still in season 60. And we believe that these are medium spoilers. This is an MS episode because there's some things, especially the very last scene (laughs) or one of the very last scenes. Okay, so I asked for this storyline because I just kept saying it when we were watching it. Victor broke his dick and he is obsessed (laughs) with it. Victor's dick is broken. So we have figured out that Victor is impotent from Holly's little permanently. Yeah, like everybody keeps telling him it's permanent. And I keep going, hmm, I feel like maybe not. But I also, to Finn's point, it's not going to spread anywhere. So why are we that concerned about it? Um, it's so funny. I just, and he's obsessed with it. Like it's making him so grumpy. He went yeah. back to the doctor and he's like, you don't is, understand. Not okay. Like at this time I can't be distracted. My family is in crisis. Well, not only that, broken dick. he implied that he may have to carry on the family line and that this is going to prevent him from rescuing the Cassidines from extinction. <laughs> He's so ridiculous and he is obsessed. Like I thought that was great. Oh my I'm god. Like, You're right. You're I, in I trouble, just, dude. I can't. I, I I sincerely can't. Um I didn't take that he was he needed to carry on the line, but I guess that I thought he meant like he had to not be distracted for Ace. No, this is the line. I wrote it down. Okay, good. <laughs> he has to ensure his family's survival. And I wrote, with a working dick? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And Eileen uh, texts him and she's like, we have to meet now. We have to meet now. And she basically shows him the doctored report about... Um, the necklace that we, the ice princess that he's obsessed with. And, um, and then he goes back and you see that like he, she's in cahoots with Robert. Um, but he just is always like, never contact me. Oh, this is very good. Never contact me. Oh, you're never leaving my clutches. Mwahaha. Yeah. Bring me the necklace lady. Um, yeah. You have to break into the police evidence locker. Figure out a way. You'll do it. And she's thinking, oh, yes, I will do it. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Yeah, that was that was fun. I, um, yeah, okay. I cannot tell you, like, my husband kept walking in and I kept going, <laughs> his dick is broken. His dick is broken. And I'm sorry if, if my overuse of the word dick is offensive. Please just go ahead and skip over the next No apologies. Line. No apologies. But, um, but, okay. So yeah. the other storyline... Uh, that was interesting um, from a through line perspective was Sonny was attacked. Dex sort of came to his rescue. Sonny sort of came to Dex's rescue. I think Brick is super suspicious of Dex. Oh yeah. Brick is just like, he could not give more dirty looks to Dex every time he sees him. What the hell are you doing here? What, why is he here? 
And Sonny feels so indebted that he invites Dex to come live with him, which Spencer's super not happy about. And everybody gets extra bodyguards. And Nina starts to question, hmm, did I really know what I was getting into? Did I not want to know what Sonny was up to? And, you know, Phyllis appears, which I was screamed, Phyllis is back. I did too. Um, I did too. So excited to see her. Um, And so she had to go through that whole, am I making the right thing? And, and, um, so I think in Friday's episode, Joss has an interaction with Dex that's like, hey, what happened to you? And Carly comes over with Donna, cute little sweet Donna, she's to so Sunny. Cute. And she's able to have that conversation with him. And she says very clearly, I am worried about you. And I do not want you to go away because I do not want to tell your children that you have died again. That's not a place I want to be. And he says... As long as you and the girls are safe, I will be okay. So they're having that Sunny Carly moment that we all knew was coming. Yeah. Especially because Carly's like, Nina. you can tell me. You can tell me. And that mm-hmm. was kind of and he does line on that episode. She says it to Michael. She's, she's just like, you can tell me. You can talk to me. You can tell me. And Sunny does tell her. He tells her everything. Yeah. Nina, he was like arm's length. Like, you didn't want to know. You didn't want to know. And she's like, mm-hmm. Carly's like, what's going on? Give me the skinny. And he just flat out tells her. Um, and they have an adult conversation about the fact that Sunny can't predict what's going to happen here. So I loved it. I was all for it. The fact that Nina came in and she's like, oh, what are they talking about? I'm like, yeah, lady, you watch. And there was that moment where Spencer kind of confronts Sonny, too, because he's like, well, you know, she broke up with Cameron to be with Dex. Oh, yeah. And then he sort of backpedals it a little. Yeah. Like, I need somebody to blame. And then he doubles down on it with Joss. Like, why are you lying? Or no, with Dex. He's like, I know you're not being honest. You guys are sneaking around and Dex just says does Joss seem like somebody who would sneak around and that's where it ends on that was weird and then as a little aside before we get to the last story there was a little side story with Cameron and the Fab Four Cameron calls Trina and Spencer and Joss in to kind of say hey I've got this uh, gig I'm going to Stanford everybody's super excited for him he you know seems to make up with Joss and very clearly says you should not be with Dex this is not you, which is what I've been saying all along, that Joss's character had to change in order for this Dex relationship to happen. And Cameron's pretty much calling it out. He's just basically saying, this is the opposite of what you've always said. And now you're in it and you shouldn't be. So I thought that was a good call out. Yeah. And after they have their little thing and Spencer storms off, because that's his new thing is storming off. (laughs) constantly That's so right. um trina goes and visits esme yeah and definitely believes that esme has amnesia does she though i don't think she does i thought she she's like i'm not stupid she's like she's very convincing um and she was like if Esme gets her memories back that's when we want to go after her yeah because right now she's too sympathetic Mm -hmm. so let's drop the charges let her free that way we can if because if we 
try to charge her now and it fails, we can't charge her again. And she won't be as sympathetic when we can prove that she has her memory back, etc. Which I thought was really smart. And then, of course, that led to the whole scene with Diane and Robert. Oh my God, and Diane and Robert are so cute. They're so cute. They're so cute. Yeah, and she had to convince Spencer, which I think she did successfully. Um, Trina's so freaking smart. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Um, The last is sort of a baby storyline, but it's one of the reasons we made it a medium spoiler instead of a no big deal spoiler. Um, Ulbricht comes through and sells, um, she tells Willow and Michael that she is a match, but she has to wait until her anticoagulants are out of her system. So I'm kind of wondering... Like if something's going to happen to Obrecht. I mean, she's on anticoagulants for a reason. Well, that I wrote that down, actually. Is this going to harm Liesel? I don't know. But she also told Sunny and Nina, and she was very clear about it. Um, so they're just going to wait for the medicine to come out of her system. And, of course, Nina is freaking out. Even days are too long to wait. Oh, my God. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Nina. But there's lots of super cute moments <clears throat> with Willow, and she does seem more hopeful. And she kind of said that. She's like, I'm going to do my part and really keep the faith as long as I can. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm liking this the way I really am enjoying how they're handling the, this convalescence for Willow right now, bringing in the family surrounding her with people and play like she's not alone she's not in that room by herself under a blanket you know she's yeah surrounded by a lot of activity and that i think is appropriate all right moving on to fashion first excellent what do you got <sighs> they need to burn that dress they keep putting brooklyn in they need to burn it her wednesday adams dress it needs to go i mean maybe not burn because it's probably toxic but is not a good look she needs to never, ever wear it again. Yeah. Stacy and I could not watch these episodes together this week because um, she had a birthday and went to spring training. Woo woo. Um, but she texted me about Brooklyn's dress, but I honestly didn't even see it because her eyeballs were so freaking pretty. And every time she looked at Chase, I was lost in them. <laughs> so, to be fair, I, I had to notice. watch on my phone because I was in Arizona. So oh. I couldn't get lost in her eyeballs because they were teeny tiny but the dress is an abomination well on a positive note i loved willow's sweater she has the wrong complexion for it but it is a beautiful sweater it was like tan with pink sleeves beautiful you have something about carly's necklace she had a sea glass necklace that was freaking beautiful in that scene with sunny i just i want it it's gorgeous <laughs> okay and we'll then have to find it uh, we will. And then the only other fashion note I had was Scout's jacket in that one scene. It was so sparkly and flaring. Oh, it was just she was beautiful. So cute. It was fun so to cute. see her too. That's um, all I got for fashion. Yeah. And actually some of the reasons it's a medium spoiler are in the musings. So yeah, I got so many musings. <laughs> so many. I have so many thoughts. I want to go to Alexis since she's my uh, spirit animal. Mm-hmm. Um, Her and Gregory are having this, you know, battle of wits because they're both super stubborn and she sees him stumble and slur and she thinks he's drunk. I think he has Parkinson's. I think you're right. Um, 
but he just keeps doubling, tripling down. He's not telling his kids and he just throws the keys at Alexis. And he's like, I never want to see you again. Leave them with the concierge. Like it's a, it's a whole thing. And she's, she thinks he's abusing pills or alcohol. Like they're just going down that path. And uh, Sam is like the voice of reason. Just because he's day drinking doesn't mean he's an alcoholic. She's like, I know, but it's the, you know, the lying and the deception and the self-righteousness. And, and then Sam confirms he wasn't served. Yeah, I'm, I was really struggling. This is a lot of doubling down from Alexis as well in the, in this idea that she's being betrayed again. And maybe she's right. Like she has been through it and she's also perpetrated this. So she may be projecting her own behavior onto a person who's really struggling and she doesn't know how to interact. She doesn't have those social skills to say, Hey, if it's not drugs or alcohol, could it be medical? You know, she could have said something. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. And also, whatever it is, is advancing quickly because it was not negligible before. And now he's slurring, can't stand, like, acting like a drunk person. So I understand it's a soap opera, but this was not a gentle transition. No. The other kind of negative character arc was Cody's. Oh, so painful. Because Dante basically calls him out and says, why would you lie? Like, now that he's told Dante the truth, hey, Max, my dad, and I've been lying. And, you know, good on him for being honest with his friend. But Dante cannot understand. And I think Dante stands for all of us. Like, why would Cody deny himself this? And then Cody's like, he doesn't deserve to have me. And it was like such a stupid argument. I was very angry. Not, not that, I, let me restate that. He was saying that Mac is too good a person to deserve someone like him as a son. And he was essentially going to save Mac that heartache, which is ridiculous. Oh, was the Mac and Kevin hug this week? Yes, it was. Oh, that's so Best friends. They, they, they were cute. Like they were both kind of avoiding each other. And Kevin, Kevin basically said, yes, my brother from birth died but my brother from life is tears tears it was so good and felicia was so happy nina has decided not to turn carly in but she's like making veiled threats while planning the nurse's ball she's ridiculous (laughs) well and that's interesting because again this is so she decides hey i'm not gonna turn in carly and drew i'm taking i'm gonna I'm going to be the better person here. But then the very last scene is her walking in on Carly and Sunny. And I just think that's, I think, whatever. As usual, I think Nina's going to do the wrong thing. Kathy made a note about Chase being accused of using Bailey's bubble bath. The scene between Chase and Brooklyn was really, really cute. And like... Again, I get so frustrated. It's the same in books. I understand there has to be drama or the story would be over. But she's like, I want you. And he just sort of stops. And that could have been the end. And then she's like, I want you to perform in the nurse's ball. And I wanted to smack her in her stupid black dress. Yeah. 
It was um, hard to watch. But then they were like bonding over, you know, Bailey because of Amelia. And she's so cute. And there was like, there were like a zillion bottles of shampoo. How was I supposed to know which one? <laughs> which is cute. They're so cute. Okay. So I had a note about something that sort of bothered me, but then there was also a funny with it, which was when Diane came in to talk to Robert, basically saying, Hey, we, sh- you know, we're going to drop the charges on Esme and here's why. Once Robert restated it as his idea and Diane encouraged this, then it was accepted. And I was like, oh, oh, it has to be your idea, Robert, to be a good idea. So, but then they redeemed themselves because Diane was like, I have an idea. We should go work off that frustration. (laughs) So much innuendo. And he's like, okay. Uh, and her idea was just to throw hatchets, which, of course, is the, the way they all work it out. But um, well, she says to me, like, here's another thing you'll be grateful to me for. It was cute. The innuendo was strong in this mm-hmm. week. Just strong. The virility, um, everything. And Lucy is hilarious. Hilarious. And she's like throwing fits, playing checkers. And then Laura brings her a letter for Martin. And she says she's going to read every word in a hot bath at least a thousand times and she like skips off upstairs and then it ends with her in the metro court wearing the worst disguise known to man all she's got her hair in a bun and wearing glasses like and victor is in the i I, I call it the lowest lane she was she was rocking the lowest lane everyone's gonna know who you are and i was like lucy i freaked out so i'm dying to know what she's doing there and then the other letter of the week was the letter from Heather to Esme, which is why I have a note. I just am questioning Esme if she really has continued to lose her memory. If she's if she's not. Although she did throw it as if it was like made of fire. Mm-hmm. But then she picked it up and read it. Okay. And I just learned, and maybe it's because I'm just not very observant, but Heather is like so good at being Heather. And I just saw yesterday, I think, that she was the mom from the Wonder Years, like the happiest, nicest, most perfect mom ever. And she's a sociopath. It's called acting. (laughs) It's amazing. It's really good. It's really good. Which is why she needs to come back and either escape from prison. She escapes everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Or try to kidnap Ace. Who knows? That's all the notes I had. There's just a lot of little things again. It was another one of those weak with little things. You know, we really didn't talk about the nurse's ball, but, you know, it, it is kind of fun. And I'm glad they have Maxie in it. She's bringing, I think, a, a different kind of vibe to the whole thing. And we'll see how Lucy interferes because, you know, she is going to. And I think next week we're going to try to do a deeper dive into the nurse's ball for those of you who haven't watched since there was a nurse's ball um i did some research on my vacation yeah Um, we thought maybe a five to ten minute episode just kind of going over the nurse's ball would be fun just to bring us in so that this one has when they get to this one we all kind of understand the history of it because there is a bit of history and i know i always looked forward to it every year it was the few episodes that i you know would try to watch live 
to see what shenanigans would happen because there was always some kind of thing that would happen. So I think I think it'd be worthwhile. But that's all I got, Stacy. Okay. Well, we're super grateful that you guys are listening. We've saw the numbers going up. We hope you stick with us. We're so happy to have you. If you have any questions or feedback, we'd love to hear it. You can reach out to us. Our emails are listed on the website, rewghing.com. Let us know what you think, how you feel. What were your fashion favorites? And or if you find a link to something that you know we love, send us that. We'll put it on the website. Help us out. We gotta we gotta get that fashion. <laughs> All right. Well, All we right, will guys. talk to you next week. Have a good one. Bye.